Experience. You are listening to Talking Trash. Presented by That's Garbage Media. Here are your hosts, Matt Troll, Sig, and Snake. Alrighty, episode three. No, sorry, is this episode four? <laughs> episode four. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Episode four. I'm probably going to leave that in. <laughs> Talking Trash, episode four. Uh, welcome, welcome everyone. We have uh, Mattrell and Zig here. I'm Snake. Mattrell, Zig, what's going on, boys? Not much. Uh, welcome back to all the garbage heads. To our garbage, garbage heads. heads. I'm sure we got that the rod spike there, or whatever. The the rod squad bump. Yeah. Yeah. I Thank think you, Rod Squad, for showing up. <laughs> Thank you, Rod Squad. Not sure about coining. The phrase "rod squad bump" sounds a little uh, sounds a little uh, skeptical, <laughs> druggy kind of deal. But <laughs> thanks for the rod squad bump. Thanks for dropping by, Rod. Keeping it in normal fashion, boys. We'll we'll talk uh, quickly. We'll touch on college football. Not a whole lot of action, but one could argue that game of the year, Army Navy. Either of you boys tune in. Did not get to tune into that one. I was following along via the uh, Google Home Mini, though. Kept on asking it the score. So, Google yeah, Home yeah. Mini. Yeah, kind of just got kind of that. Forgot piece. it was on. Come on, yeah. Mitchell, three p three p.m. three p.m. Eastern game of the year every year. I, other than like division, uh, I think that's one double A plays there. Like a, maybe a playoff round or something, or some sort of conference championship. That day, other than that, I think it's literally the only the only game on. Because even the makeup games, I believe they played them all last week. I actually had the privilege of going to uh, Army Navy a couple of years ago in Baltimore. Got a little too tuned up, so I don't really remember that. <laughs> Dialed it <laughs> in too much. much. You'll have that. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> but it is actually a pretty cool experience. You'd be surprised, like walking up to the stadium. I was kind of like, uh, but we were tailgating like right near my house and they were playing at the Raven Stadium. And as I was walking over there, I'm looking and I see all these people with like military type gear on and I can tell like they're clearly affiliated with one or the other. And I thought it'd be like, that's strange. I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm saying I thought maybe it'd be like a classier type of tailgate, but these people were just going hard as, as I've ever seen. There was, there was nothing like it on that end well that's what you like to see from our military personnel going hard no matter where they are hey if anyone deserves to i mean it's 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 the boys overseas support the troops let them crush a brew here and there yeah can either of you guys explain like navy army i mean i guess both that would require like overseas shifts right but like Coast Guard, would that just be you're just chilling in, in like a cool city on the U.S. coast, right? You would only get stationed in like. Well, I mean, it could be anywhere along the U.S. coastal territory. I mean. Yeah, but they'd all be awesome spots. I feel like. I don't know. I feel like, like Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. There's got to be something up in Maine where there's not a whole lot going on. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Or like Maine. I mean, Alaska. Maine's pretty good. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Alaska, I guess. 
Sure. And it's whatever uh, other U.S. territories are, like, completely surrounded by water, I'm sure they have Coast Guard out there or something. Hey, that's a good question. Do we have, uh, what territory do we have? Puerto Rico? Yeah. Guam. Guam? Sure. Do you think we have Coast Guard station in Guam? I'm sure we do. Probably, yeah. Any of our Coast Guard listeners, let us know where you're stationed. Where your buddies are stationed. Quick trivia for you guys. How many branches of the military are there? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know the answer to that? I'm pretty sure. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. And Coast Guard, right? Who's Coast Guard not count? What about the National Guard? Aren't Marines part of one of those like it's not their own thing like aren't they i don't know this is a bold statement i could just be shooting myself <laughs> on the foot here but i feel like the marines are a specialized division of like the army or the navy or something see i thought they were separate but could, I could be, be yeah I, i'm just i'm taking a, a pretty wild stab here I'm yeah because the army had the army has like the rangers and the green berets the navy has the navy seals what does know. the Marines have? I, that's a good question. See, I think they are part of something. <laughs> Aren't they all just badasses to begin with? They're all badasses. Wait, who's Green Beret? The Army? Army, I think. Yeah. yeah. But so what about the what about the National Guard? That might be part of the Army. Army National yeah, Guard? Army National Guard. Yes, maybe okay. Just yeah, it so clearly none of us know anything about no, none of us <laughs> the military. <laughs> But we do support the troops. Troops. Thank you. Big time troops podcast. We do support the troops. Support the Army-Navy game. And I just looked it up. There's five branches. Matril was... I believe Matril listed them all correctly. Air Force, Army, Coast Guard, Marine Corps, and Navy. Okay. Which one's been around the longest? That? I don't. Definitely (laughs) just the Army. Air Force, the least. Yeah, Air Force has to be. Um, I haven't had airplanes yeah, too long. Yeah, it's probably the Army. What about the Navy, though? Columbus had to get over here somehow. True. What? You think Columbus was, like, on a Navy ship? No, nah, I was just saying <laughs> ships have been around for a while. <laughs> but land has been around. Wasn't Columbus actually a uh, Navy SEAL? Yeah. You heard it here <laughs> first. <laughs> he was the first one. Yeah, it looks like the United States Army was established by the Continental Congress in June of 1775. So that's the OG. To fight off the Redcoats, please. Yeah. Fight them Redcoats off. Learn something new every day. The other other piece of college football over the weekend was obviously the Heisman Trophy. Don't know if you boys tuned into that or not. It wasn't... I'm sure it was like every year. It's not worth tuning into. No, absolutely not. Yeah. two-hour program and then spend two minutes to announce the winner. I'm I'm pretty sick sick of it going to a quarterback like every year. I understand that those guys, you know, make a lot of plays and stuff, but I'd like to see it go to somebody else eventually. I think it's pretty justified this year, though. I don't... Justified going to a quarterback or justified going to Kyler Murray? Going to Kyler Murray. No, I have to disagree with you on that one. I just... On any, like you put any other guy in that situation, his defense is 
going to give up 40 or 50 a game, and week in and week out, he was, like, throwing for 400 yards. Yeah, but here, listen, he's playing in the Big 12. Nobody's playing defense. You could throw... Arguably, there's no defense. You could throw Nathan Peterman in there, and he'd probably have pretty good stats. (laughs) Maybe. You just mad Maybe, at a couple, I don't know. A couple Oklahoma boys back-to-back? No, I, I could care less that it's Oklahoma back-to-back. I just think that Tua, who played in the fourth quarter like once or twice this year because he was so good, he had like record-breaking quarterback ratings, probably didn't throw a pick until more than halfway through the year. Like I don't know any plays in the SEC, a place that's yeah, known for the really? defense. Who did they really play though? Like they had a couple, couple good teams they played against, but they played oh, like no, the Citadel. Yeah. Well, they, their strength of schedule, I would argue, was probably Pretty. their the defensive strength of schedule was better than whoever Oklahoma played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with you there, definitely. Isn't it kind of like, isn't it kind of like a chicken or the egg argument in the Big Twelve? Like, is it isn't it possible those quarterbacks are all just that good? Uh, no, I would say no. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. There's no way that uh, all those quarterbacks are that good. It's just a conspiracy. The Big Big 12 12 does actually play good defense. defense. Well, maybe they're just not. I don't know. Maybe we'll see when uh, they play Alabama. If Tua throws for 500 yards, I'll give it to you. But I I think it's possible that some of those dudes can just ball out. Like... Mahomes came from there. Obviously, Mayfield okay, came from there. What's Mayfield doing in the league right now? He's doing okay. Like He's not he's throwing actually, up those numbers. No, he's doing good. He's actually doing pretty well. Yeah. Mayfield's going out. Is he hitting 200-plus yards a game? Yeah, a couple three hundos. All right. Plus, sure. he's, 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 won, he's won like... Geno Smith, he's doing pretty well, right? Four more games than <laughs> Big the 12. last two years combined. All right, Geno Smith's garbage. <laughs> Pat, what about Pat Mahomes? Pat White. What about Pat White? Pat White, yeah, there you go. Pat White, uh, the last time I saw Pat White play, he was on the Dolphins, and I think they were down to the third-string quarterback. <laughs> they were playing the Steelers, and they ran an option with Pat White, which I had never, like, there's a reason you don't run that option in the NFL. And I want to say it was James, I'm sure it wasn't James Harrison, but it was, it was some linebacker on the Steelers, like, literally took his head off. I think it was his last play ever. He killed Pat White. Dead or alive, Pat White. <laughs> Barely alive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah so I don't yeah. know. I, well, maybe the big, maybe the Big Twelve quarterbacks are all trash, and the defense is just more trash. But I'm, I'm sure they're. I think they have good quarterbacks. I have one more pro tip. This is a pro tip for all the listeners. You can bet on the winner of the Heisman Trophy up to the day of when it's announced. So on earlier this week on Monday or Tuesday, got a hold of Trav Man. I was like, "Hey, did you see the odds for Kyler Murray to win the Heisman?" And they're like, "I don't know." They were like uh, minus two hundred, and I was like, "I'll just split that with you if you want, Trav." And he starts like crunching the numbers on his side, <laughs> and he's like, "Well, he won the AP Player of the Year, like blah blah blah." But the other dude won the like, what's the other one? Like so. I don't know, I'm going to F it up. There's the another... Bruce Arians quarterback of the year. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> no, Tua won some other award. And apparently the last four years, whoever wins that award 
uh, one of the Heisman. So he's like getting skeptical. Ultimately, I talked him into it. We did it. He sends me he sends me over some cash and he just titles it in the Venmo thing. He's just like free money. We both <laughs> put down uh, both put down a hundred bucks to win fifty because um, because Kyler won the Heisman. So a little pro tip out there for you: if you know who's gonna win, uh, you just throw down uh, way too much money and then make fifty bucks back. <laughs> there you uh, go. A little bit of a little bit of high risk, low reward, but that's all right. That yeah, was garbage. Eagles, Eagles just lost. Eagles just Cow- went down. Cowboys drove it down their throat. Had the ball for eight minutes. Dak throws it. Eagles defender tips it, and Amari Cooper catches it go. and takes it in the end zone. Mantrill suffering two bad losses in a row. Two weeks in a row. I'm going to have to just stop watching, fellas. That's awesome. Amari Cooper, <laughs> three touchdowns. All right, Mantrill's down for the count. Good for you, Matt. Uh, not to mention his Georgia Bulldogs are not in the college football playoff. He's just got that going for him. <laughs> they have been a good bowl game. They're playing like the Sugar Bowl, Mantrill. That's good. I don't want to talk about it. Pretty, pretty beat up over it still. <laughs> All right, Mantrill's done talking about football. Let's move on from football. Then. Yeah, well, let's, have, let's have... get into some of our topics here, boy. All right, so we can dive into some topics. Uh, I kind of want to start you guys off with some of these trivias I have. Yeah, let them. Let's start the trivia. Yeah. Snake, for all the garbage heads, Snake was talking up his sports trivia that he was digging into this whole week. So, Oh, so. Or, yeah, this sports trivia is compliments of myself. No one compiled this data. <laughs> okay. So there's we'll no see way if it's is, the same one that I have here. <laughs> there's no way of knowing if this is I, factually correct. Well, you know it's factually correct because it's coming from me and I crunched the numbers here. So this is as of Tuesday, December 4th, because that's, that's when I did my research. But uh, on Tuesday, it was announced that this Mike Loxley dude was going to be the head coach at Maryland. I think he was the O coordinator at Alabama. Might have been the D coordinator. He was the offensive coordinator. So Mike Loxley announced as Maryland's head coach. And it kind of got my wheels turning. And I was like, I feel like all these Alabama assistant coaches just end up head coaching somewhere else. And I uh, ran through the list of every college football team. There's uh, at the time I did the at the time I did the research, there was 124 out of the 130 FBS teams had a head coach. So there was like six vacancies. But of the 124, I ran through the list and counted how many of them had previous coaching experience at Alabama. <laughs> you went through all of them. Yes. Went all through all their resumes. <laughs> went through all their resumes. So how many of the 124 head coaches in FBS do you think has previously coached at Alabama? Before we answer that, can I ask how long this took you to compile? Like forty five minutes. That doesn't sound like long enough. <laughs> okay, just I, I was on the I was on the Wikipedia page of just head coaches, <laughs> and I would just click it, look at their resume real quick, and then hit the back arrow, and then just go down the list. And some of them I just I didn't even have to click. I was like, oh, that guy, that guy. So wait, so how many head head coaches are there? You said one twenty four. So one twenty four. 
Yeah, man. I'm going to say half of them have ex- coaching experience at Alabama. Natural. Oh, man. I'm going to go with 93. Okay. Those are the two worst guesses I've ever heard. Is it like four or something? It's 14. Oh, man. Probably, that's probably a lot for a school to have 14. True. And this, all right. I shot myself in the foot on this one. I was, I was telling myself. 124 head coaches. <laughs> Those don't turn over too quickly. Well, these you know? guys move around a lot. They do, but you gotta think like there's also 120 or there's 130 different schools for the, so for half of them <laughs> or whatever. I just said 90 of them to touch Alabama would be pretty crazy. <laughs> so I'll have to I'll have to crunch some more numbers and see what that's like relative to some other schools, but I'm. I'm assuming that's very, very high, that 14 of them. 14 that head sounds coaches. Pretty, sounds pretty low to me, fellas. I think 93 would be a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's some other school that has 93 other. Yeah, maybe there's a, there's probably another school I should look into. It's probably going to be like another – it's probably like another SEC powerhouse like Georgia or something. I don't know. Someone – you got to think someone's got to be successful enough to just constantly like – turn out coordinators into head coaches elsewhere. So 90, 90's probably a little optimistic. <laughs> that's, that's probably a little All funny. right. All right. That was that was a pretty good good thought put into that one, Snake. Yeah. A lot of time and, and effort too. And then the the other sports trivia I have is this one's a little easier. Well I guess the answer's not easier, but it's it, it's simple. Uh so UCF went undefeated two years in a row. Obviously, no no natty ship, despite what the AD or whoever thinks they have at that school. So who is the last team to go undefeated in back-to-back seasons and not win a national championship? And or just guess what year it was. Wow, this is it was definitely in like the fifties. And I I don't know. I'm just gonna have to throw some random one out there. I'm gonna say Nebraska in the fifties. Sounds like a pretty solid guess, actually. I have no idea. Uh, well, you know what? I, just I think could about see like somebody name, getting like... screwed in, with the BCS system for two years in a row. Like, two undefeated seasons, but they just weren't crushing opponents. I could see that happening, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say... I don't want to make you lean either way, so I'm refraining from commenting. <laughs> I'm going to say it was back in the early 2000s, and it was probably USC. I mean, that's a good guess, but it just, it was, it was like Zig said, it was a while back. 68, 69, apparently Penn State did it twice in a row, no national championship. Wow. Burn up. got screwed. Yeah. Screw job. So, uh, little known fact is, I guess Joe Paterno was like the original advocate for a playoff system. Which Joe makes Pan. sense if you if you go undefeated two yeah. years in a row. He's yeah. like, all right, enough of this. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I can't remember who there was a. We could try and guess this too. This should be funny. 
whoever was the president at the time just declared whoever else was undefeated that season as the champion. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember hearing something about that. <laughs> I don't know if it's yes, Jimmy Andy Carter. Said- Jimmy Carter. <laughs> Still it was Jimmy Carter? <laughs> yes. Natural, uh, who did you say on like last week or the week before's episode? What president did you say? Nixon? Yeah. I, I think it would probably be right around then, right? Yeah, maybe. That was in the 70s. Okay, so this is late 60s. Um, yeah, it was Nixon. Nixon named Texas the national champion over Pennsylvania. <laughs> Nice. Just, like they never played each other, right? They, it was just like yeah, they just, played a regular maybe, season, and then yeah, and then and then just, Nixon gets to decide. To <laughs> yeah, before that, they should do that today. Like Trump should just pick the winner. Yeah. <laughs> Trump I, would I would love like, to hear the explanation too. Oh, like yeah, an hour-long like, press conference of why he chose. All I could tell you is that it'd be an absolute yeah, it'd be an absolute no-brainer. <laughs> And you'd be a fool well, to think otherwise. Well, obviously, we're going to go with Oklahoma <laughs> as the national champions. <laughs> a very good season, despite Alabama's accomplishments. Hey, just so or, you guys... or he would pick Notre Dame, one, one fewer game than the rest of the teams. <laughs> just so you guys know, the Eagles are still in the playoff hunt. I... All right, Madro's <laughs> still hanging on by a thread. <laughs> okay, they still have a shot. Zig, did you have any any trivia for us? Any sports trivia? I have a little little one here for you guys. You can go ahead and take a stab at what you guys think the the longest punt in the NFL has oh, ever been. Oh, isn't it like ninety nine yards? I don't know. You're gonna have to use your noggin on this one, fellas. I'm saying the longest yards. punt. Dante Culpepper, ninety nine yards. That's a good guess because I think it's Randall Cunningham. Dang. Isn't it? And it's like ninety yards, maybe. That's it's, my guess. All right, so I, I'm pretty sure that we all talked about this in high school or something. But Snake, you're thinking Randall Cunningham? He's on the list somehow. It's not him, though. It's not him. Ah, and like I that. said, you have to put a little thought into this because ninety-nine yards is not possible for a punt. Natural. Why not? Yeah, it is, isn't it? No. What's Cause what it, is? Because it have to go from the one to the one. It would have to go from the one to the one. Ninety-eight yards. All right. Ninety-eight yards. Got, no. What if it goes from the half yard line to the half yard? No, there is no. I hate it when referees <laughs> say that. There's no such thing as a half. We're gonna place the ball on the one inch line. There is no such thing as a one inch line. All right. Fine. Ninety-eight it, yards. Ninety-eight yards is the longest punt in the NFL. Dante uh, Culpepper. <laughs> No, Steve O'Neill, the New York Jets. All right. no, I, I did not guys. expect you guys to guess who, like who it was, but more yeah. of the fact it was just kind of like a brain teaser. Can't kick it a hundred yards or ninety nine yeah, yards. That was a trick question. Yeah, I would have guessed you could kick it ninety nine yards. So, was that due to punter? I hope. I would guess so. I so, just remember. I was convinced it was uh, Cunningham. I remember hearing that before. Randall Cunningham <laughs> is number three on the list with a 91-yarder. <laughs> 91-yarder. Somehow. Somehow. A quick kick <laughs> went 91 yards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I watched I watched the video of this guy kicking the 98-yarder. You can see it on YouTube. 
And it's like, it could have easily just been like a 60 yarder or something. But this guy just completely missed on like catching it and it just bounced and bounced and rolled all the way down that one yard. <laughs> Wait, was this in the shot clock era or pre shot clock era? Uh, shoot. It was 1969. Dang. That's, that's post shot <laughs> clock era. But yeah, so there's your tidbit for you. Natural, did you have group? sports trivia or no? I don't have any sports trivia. Okay, Snake, Snake, you, said you, you had, had a bunch of other trivia. Geo, right? Geopolitical. All right, yeah, I got a quick geopolitical trivia for you guys. And uh, this is one of those that, if I was guessing, I wouldn't even know where to begin with it. Good. So I guess I'd, I'd compare it to that, those guesses you guys just gave about Alabama assistant coaches. <laughs> Good. So try and, try and reel in a little closer on this. Uh, so Tua was obviously, he's Hawaiian, and it got me thinking about how many – how many native Hawaiians live in the U.S. today? So what do you guys think the population of native Hawaiian people is in the U.S.? I don't even know how I, many Yeah, people I don't know live. what you're really asking. I don't native know Hawaiians? What, I don't know what the population of Hawaii is to begin with. Does so so this mean start. like how many Hawaiians live in Hawaii? No, like... The, I mean, it's part of the U.S., Yes. Got him on a technicality. So I don't know what you're asking. Really. <laughs> There's people that descended to Hawaii years and years ago. So there's people that are actually Hawaiian. Like like there's yeah. people that were native to America. Samoans. There's people that were native to Hawaiians. I was kind of wondering that myself, but I don't know if there's nec- – I don't think they're necessarily Samoans. I think it's a different thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, say we're off to a good start here. <laughs> yeah, lump, lump Samoans in there too. How many? How many of those people? All right. So if you met someone and they looked like they were Samoan, and and you asked them like, "Oh, what's your ethnicity?" and they were like, "Oh, I'm I'm, I'm Hawaiian." How many of those people do you think exist in the U.S.? In the population of Hawaii, would probably be a good place to to start with if you could even fathom a guess at that. Uh, there's are definitely twenty million. Hawaii's not that big, is it? I don't know, Metro. All right, I'm going. You're gonna have to go lower, aren't you? I'm going with seven and a half million. Okay, Uh, that's way too low. It's about five hundred fifty thousand. Oh man. Are you kidding me? I thought for and, I was I was ready to say like, all right, there are a million people in Hawaii. And then I was like, right. no, that's way too low. Uh, you're probably not far off with that, man. Because I know Alaska's under a million, Montana's under a million. I can look up Hawaii. It's it's probably not that's pretty pathetic. Wait, what were, even... what were we just taking a stab at? The population of Hawaii or the population? How many of people of Hawaii? Hawaiian <laughs> descent? Yes. Or make up the U.S. population. Not that I would have gotten it right, but I thought we were taking a stab at the population Damn. of Hawaii. Oh, okay. <laughs> which, so is probably a, which is probably a good enough guess. Seven and a half million. No. So, yeah, you guys are a little high. Looks like Hawaii is about a million and a half. All right. All right. And 550,000. I'm really pissed that I didn't know that. <laughs> I really thought I could get that. Well, you're only like... Uh, 
Nineteen million five hundred thousand off. True. That makes me feel better. Eighteen. Yeah. All right. Let's just move on from that one. It's like you have any other geopolitical that one might, trivia? That one might, that might get cut altogether. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. I also have some. These are kind of like mind-blowing facts about inventions. And this was inspired because I was literally using a pen today. Oh, me too. So the first one. The first I used one, one today. Is Okay. Is it a ballpoint pen by chance? It sure was. All right, perfect. Oh, when you know you what? Think... I've got you I've got you beat on this. Just bring it on. You think you know this before I, I even ask? I it. listened to a podcast about ballpoint pens, so bring it on. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> riveting. It's kind of go ahead and endorse <laughs> the podcast stuff you should know right now. Because that's okay. where I heard it. I have listened to that. Alright, so hopefully they got their facts right, buddy, because I use some pretty credible sources. And I want you to guess at what what year was the ballpoint pen first patented? It was like 1902 or something. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm not pretty sure, but from what I can remember, I would take a guess of 1902. Okay. I'm going to say 1920. Okay, good guesses, boys. 1888. All right, not bad. Not too far off. Yeah, I guess they claimed that it wrote a little too um, opposite of fine, I guess. Blunt? Bold. Bold. And the dude had to throw it out. But he did did get the first patent for it. His design just sucked. So you might be, Zig, maybe you're perfectly right with saying that 1902 or whatever you said was the first year they got one like Perkin. Okay. This one, this one's much better. I think this is, uh, this is the glass bottle. What year do you think the glass bottle was invented? That's gotta be a long time ago. Wait, maybe. Well, how long, I mean, they had to have the technology to shape it and stuff. So yeah, but they used to have like, Gas lamps that were enclosed in gas, weren't, or <laughs> glass, weren't they? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw out like a 1890. <laughs> we're going pretty close, 1890. What they used to drink out of? Nah, like, you have like a, a <laughs> bottle of ether in like the 1850s. Let's go 1850. <laughs> Something funny, Snake? <laughs> no, dude, just guess. <laughs> I'm going with 1776. Okay. <laughs> that was a busy year. Uh, yeah. Glass <laughs> bottle. Declared our independence. Okay. So you guys are only a couple thousand years off. 100 BC. All right. <laughs> wow. It was invented in East Asia. So somewhat hard to believe, but... I don't know. Maybe Whatever. I guess make, I can uh, believe that. They made swords and stuff. I guess they could make a glass bottle. Once you have fire, sure. you can do anything, I guess. Yeah. Except make a pen. All right. So those are my. Uh, okay. Those are my two designs. You really got. You really stumped us on some of these today. Yeah, those were pretty good. <laughs> can we move on to Dead or Alive? Yeah. Let's get into it. Start us off, Sig. All right. I've got two here. Um,. One of I have one sports and one entertainment. Which one do you guys want to start off with? Entertainment. Entertainment. Okay. 
This is going to take a little bit of uh, assuming that you guys have seen. Well, I don't know. He's, I'm sure he's been in other movies. But Michael Clark Duncan. Uh, Name I know him right. from being the really big dude, big black dude in The Green Mile. Okay. Oh, yeah. he's dead. Yeah, I would say he's dead. Uh... Within the past few years. Yeah, I think he's dead too. I think he died longer than that. I thought he died like 10 years ago. All right, yeah, he's dead. Good job, boys. When did he die? Let me just... What guy? Um, no, we're not nope. going there. No. Nope. <laughs> Let me Maybe do it quick. He, he, was, like he was 54. He was pretty young. Name another movie that he Oh, 2012. Six years ago. Another movie he was in? Yeah. Um, I can't. Oh, I have them all listed here. Yeah, I can't either. They're, oh man, there are a bunch of them here. Fire a few off. We We got got Armageddon. Never seen it. Never seen it. Okay. Scorpion King, I haven't seen that. Never Never seen seen it. it. Talladega Nights. Never seen it. Just Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Seen it I do not remember him in Talladega Nights. Wasn't he like part of the pit crew? Or yeah, something? no, I can't remember him in that either. But sure. Why would he be part of the pit crew, Matro? I just remember him being part of the pit crew. That <laughs> 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 uh, seems like a fair assumption. Okay. Kung Fu Panda, two thousand eight. All right. Planet of the Apes, two thousand one. He's got yeah. he's got the resume. Yeah, I remember him from Kung Fu Panda. All right. So you Why guys you got that, that pretty good. <laughs> I did a voiceover. That was an animated show. Oh, okay. Alrighty, we're gonna move on. <laughs> Moving on to the sports, dead or alive here. Uh, I think this one could be tricky, unless unless you've been kind of researching, like I have, like people who are dead or alive. I don't know. Pele, Brazilian Pele. soccer star. I think he's dead. That seems yeah, that seems obvious to me. And I was gonna say he's way dead. All right, no, no he's, way he he's way oh. alive. He's way alive. What? So, the age guy 78. that played soccer a, a hundred years ago is still alive. <laughs> I don't think it was a hundred years ago, but all yeah. that all that exercise, bud. If I went on to YouTube, I could find video of Pele playing. I'm doing it. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, you can. Best of Pele. <laughs> okay, yeah. I was way off on Pele. How old is he? 70? 78. Wow, that's pretty cool. He'll, he's such like, isn't he known as pretty much the greatest soccer player ever? I feel so, like he should be yeah. more involved. I think he lays low. I think he's a pretty humble guy. So yeah, Matthew, that's, that's my dead or alive for the week. Boys. Yeah, Matro, you got any? You got any dead or alive? I do have one, and it's actually courtesy of uh, one of our garbage heads out there. Snake, I'm not sure if, if you saw this one out there. Oh, my gosh. I know who you're going to say, and I regret that I didn't look it up. Was I it? did not see this. You didn't see it. All right. So I'll, I'll, fire, <laughs> it at, I'll fire it at you guys. So uh, like I said, this, this came in as a request, but um, John Destry better known as the Zamboni driver from Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yeah, somebody – I don't know who it was. Somebody <laughs> – Commented that on one of our. Is this just gonna picks revert to us like 
pulling up the cast of Happy Gilmore and just running down. <laughs> <laughs> it might. I mean, that guy was. Ah, he looked like he, he was probably. He wasn't his, old. No, I would say he was like in his. He looked like he was fifties or sixties. Yeah, fifties. That movie came out in like what ninety nine. Um, maybe that's like the latest. God, he's like right in that gray area. You know what's funny is when he said that, I started immediately picturing uh, the guy from the Six Flags commercial. Like, that's who was riding the Zamboni, and I was like, oh, he's dead. And now that I just took like 40 years off his life, now I think he's alive. I would say that guy's alive. Because I'm, I'm with Zig, I think he was like 50-something. And say that he's alive still, too. I feel like he's living. So... I did quite a bit of research, and it's still a little unclear. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think he's alive. All right. Probably alive. There we go. So so to the garbage head that submitted the request, um, as far as we can tell, he is still alive. If you have we'll any we can... insider info, maybe some like morgue records or something, let us know. And uh, maybe we'll have to have... Just so we can fact check that. We'll have to have John Destry on the podcast if he is still alive. Yeah. Ask him what it was like to drive the Zamboni. All right. Ian Ziger, we were chalking that on the wind side. Yeah. That's a dub. Chalk it. All right, fellas. We'll put a little asterisk next to it. I've got three for you guys here. I've got Jack Nicklaus, the golfer. Uh, Dead. Yeah, I think he's dead. You guys both think he's dead? Shoot, wait. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm just going to stick no, with No, no, no. I think he's alive. Yeah, you can't switch. I was thinking my... Arnold Palmer. Uh, all right, you can yeah, Arnold Palmer died recently. Yeah, he's dead. Last sure? five years. Last five years, Arnold okay, Palmer died. Yeah, you guys are right. Arnold Palmer died in 2016. But, uh, yeah, you know what? <laughs> Because Nick O'Leary is Jack Nicholas's grandson. And I'm pretty sure I saw that he was still living somewhere. So I want to change my entire life. <laughs> okay. I should have just hammered you both when you said dead. But he yeah. is still alive. He's still alive. Jack Nicholas, live and well. 78. All right. Uh, him and Pele. The Golden Bear. Yes, him and Pele. <laughs> 78. <laughs> They're kicking it together, laying low. They both lay low together. <laughs> Second one is Dolly Parton. Alive. Alive. You guys both think she's alive? Yeah, too yeah. easy. How's that too easy? I mean, you're right. Isn't she <laughs> in commercials and stuff? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think she's laying as low surpri- as Pele and Jack Nicholas. I guess not. How old is she? Is she also 78? <laughs> Most likely. Let's see. <laughs> What's she at 78? 72. Oh, close. Not quite there. And not laying low. All right. <laughs> Last one here. I think this one's a little more tricky. It's the American Staffordshire Terrier. <laughs> you love these animal ones at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're um... alive. Yeah, this is probably another one of those alive, but barely. Endangered. Yeah, endangered. 
You can guess that if you want. I'm going to say that there's one living, but it's a female. I'm going to say there's two <laughs> living males. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, it's just a regular dog breed. I just Googled. It seems perfectly fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Alive and well. Alive and well. Good enough. So that's it. What was that? The American? Yeah, that was just the American Staffordshire Terrier. Okay. Yeah. You run into them all the time. Actually, it looks quite <laughs> a bit like a pit bull. 40 to 60 pounds. What is the technical... There's a trivia for you. What's the technical name for a pit bull? It's a terrier of some sort, right? I have no idea. I don't think it's called a pit bull. I thought bull. it was just pit bull. All right. Some garbage head look that up and get back to us. Yeah, that's that's it for Dead or Alive. Me and Matt will have a quick uh, financial discussion we need to dive oh, yeah. into. So, I've been waiting on the edge of my seat for this. Yeah, I'll try and give you a little background. Me and Matt are both uh, just a couple of day traders. <laughs> just been <laughs> tearing the market apart for the last couple of months here. And... Uh, I don't know. Typically at work throughout the day, we'll shoot each other a message back and forth. Like we keep eyes on the market, keep eyes on the stocks we're in. Yeah, Zig, we got specific... to get you in on this too. Yeah, we're going to rope you into this thing. <laughs> we have two very strictly, strictly on. We in the house. Yeah. So you're the real deal. Yep. There's a, there's one stock in particular. I'm not going to, not going to say it because I don't want the price to fluctuate based on the traffic of this podcast. <laughs> I, I talked Matt into buying it, and that's one we specifically talk about. And that's uh, that's where I've lost most of my money. <laughs> all my other ones, I'm doing all right. <laughs> but I know this one's going to come around, so very speculative. Sure you, can, you can thank me later for this. All right. Um, but we were just kind of talking about it, and the other day, believe it or not, it was it was down pretty good, maybe a good fifteen percent or something. <laughs> And uh, I couldn't couldn't help but notice that before the stock market opened, so like the regular stock market hours are I think they're nine thirty to four. Yeah. And then there's these these other like extended hours where you can trade from nine to nine thirty, and then you can also trade from like four to eight, I think. Okay. So I noticed Eastern, that Eastern, right? Eight Eastern. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. New York Stock Exchange, but. New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, so, and I think actually wasn't the start of this discussion because the market was closed on Wednesday for President Bush's funeral. Yes. So on Wednesday, obviously, like none of the stock prices moved; it was just like flatlined across. And then Tuesday morning, I woke up at I don't know seven o'clock and looked at looked at the price of this specific stock and saw it was like way down and it was before the market opened it was before any extended hours were even allowed to happen so i asked match i said how like how the hell can this the price of this stock go way down before anyone's even able to trade it with the with the stock exchange so we both tried to i think we both tried to dig in and do some research and answer that question yeah. i don't know if you got anywhere or not natural what did you come up with snake so my answer is going to be pretty generic, but everything I was reading is just the price of any of these stocks is just um, dictated by supply and demand. Yeah. And it sounds like it's pretty much absent of whether the market's open or not. But here's a here's a little 
fun fact for you that if you're going to trade stocks, you should probably know this, and I did not. <laughs> <laughs> the price. Yeah, so I'm I taking, can, adv- I'm this- taking advice from this guy here. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to pay off. But I've read that the price of the stock itself is what's shown, like what's listed on the screen, is what the last uh, successful transaction happened at. Yeah, because like there's, the last... there's like the bid price and the ask price. You know what that is? Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a no. <laughs> no, the bid price is what someone wants to buy it at. It's what the it was actually is... bought at. Asking is what they're asking to people to pay. Yeah. Yeah, so they have to meet in the middle, and if it meets in the what's middle, the that's ask, what the price is. What's the ask price for a share of That's Garbage Media right now? Ooh. Skyrocketing. people want to get in on the ground floor get in quick I would say it's probably in the 20 to 30 cent range alright jump on that listeners yeah it will not last long it's it's at it's penny stock stage right now so everyone knows that (laughs) those typically pay off yeah (laughs) yes sorry to interrupt but that's so that is pretty much my conclusion, Marco. Is like, I don't know. My other conclusion, this is just one I made up in my head, is that like if you're rich enough, you're just like the guy that just claims, oh, this is worth this, and then you just dictate it for everyone. Well, I, think, I think if you have enough money and you live in New York, then you can just kind of like you can just kind call of call in like, after hours and be like, let's change this. Yeah, yeah, literally before <laughs> the market even opened, you call up the guy pressing the buttons. And you're like, hey, let's knock this thing down a couple bucks today. I'd like to buy a few shares. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's all sorts of like manipulation going on and stuff. But um, yeah, I was, I was basically going to say the same thing. Like, news comes out at any time of day, like about these companies or whatever, which like causes people to submit orders to buy or sell, which, like you said, affects the the supply and demand. Yeah, so that's that's why I kept reading. There's a lot of people just telling me to go read uh, basic economics. (laughs) Any of the questions I googled, (laughs) that makes sense. Sounds like you're pretty. Sounds like you're pretty informed stock trader there. Yeah, I have quite the portfolio. (laughs) Yeah, so Zig, Zig, hop on in, and we can we can get in on these discussions throughout the week. Yeah, we've we've sort of come to find out that. I think Snake and I have two very different um, investing philosophies. <laughs> so a lot of our discussions throughout the week are pretty much just saying burn them when somebody's stock is down. Yeah, it's more so just gambling. We're just treating it as gambling, and we're just not really interested in making money as much as I am hoping Matt loses money. <laughs> See, my my strategy, and I, I don't know if we want to get into this full-blown discussion this week, but... I'm I'm a big fan of the dividend stocks, which Snake thinks dividends are all fake. So no, I just think they're a scam. I don't know, brother. <laughs> Sorry, explain to me what a dividend is. All right, so like like I'm a five year old. So like I buy a share of stock that pays an annual dividend. So it, a lot of times, especially since the the market is up, like shares are more expensive, so it's a lower percentage payout. But like say, so every quarter I get paid. It might be like forty cents a share or fifty cents a share or whatever. So I'm my strategy is just pile up a bunch of these stocks to the point where like I'm actually making a decent 
amount of money from dividends every quarter. You got to, you know, it takes a while and you got to have a lot of shares, but it, it okay. can be done. Cause then like, say eventually I'm making 50 bucks a quarter, then I can just put that 50 bucks in to buy another share or two. 50 bucks a quarter in dividends. Reinvest it. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Snake thinks it's a scam. Well, if you're a so billionaire, Snake, what do you, what's your approach? If you're a billionaire, Speculate. you can definitely make. <laughs> okay. He's just make... looking for a company that's ready to make it big time. Yeah, I'm not gonna. So the idea, this app probably won't even exist in ten years. Dig, I'm trying to just reel it in now and get out. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's not like my entire. That's not the entire plan. But the dividend thing, I just I have a, left a bad taste in my mouth because Apple pays me a dividend every quarter. In the last couple, they've hit me for seventy-five cents per share. That's what a dividend is. Yeah. So you would have to rack up so many of these freaking shares to actually make any money from these dividends. So it just I I was salty that how little of a dividend they actually pay out. The the price of an Apple shares egg is like like I think I bought mine at like one eighty. So 180 bucks to make back 75 cents a quarter. So it's a long-term play. Okay, well, what has it? In, what is it worth now? Like you bought it at 180. What's it worth now? Yeah, I wrote it up to like, <laughs> <laughs> wrote it up to like 220 or something, and it uh, now it's probably worth 170. Apple's not doing well. Yeah, oh, so, shoot. so think, probably because they're not doing anything new with their phones. Think about this, Snake. You put 180 bucks in a savings account. How much are you gonna make in interest? <laughs> yeah, not good. My James Harden with the range savings is like point point oh four. Yeah, I think it's point oh one percent. Yeah, so you're you're all a little more educated on our philosophy. Hey, was there stock. was there uh was this just like introduce Nathan to the stock market segment, or was there something else to it? No. Well, if you want to contribute to this segment going forward, you're going to have to get in on it. I'm willing to play ball here. Market opens at uh, 9.30 tomorrow. All right, so moving along, uh, we should get into a little bit of dumbest thing I did this week, if, you, if either of you guys have one. Dave, you have one? Yeah, I have one. And I would like to – I'd love to put the blame on somebody else. Um pops for this one but when it comes down to it i'm the one who looks dumb so okay i'm a little bit late to the game getting the winter tires on i know not everybody does that but i'm a i'm a supporter of getting the winter tires on especially yeah. when you live in warren pennsylvania up north i'd say winter tires yeah. are kind of a i'm lot. not running i'm not running four-wheel drive i'm in a kia forte I think it's a smart idea to get the winter tires. Yep. So life has been pretty busy adjusting to the new job. So a little bit behind, but I went into Warren Tire and said, yeah, let's schedule an appointment and get this done. So Thursday, nope, Friday this past week, I get out of work pretty early, head on over. Tell them like, hey, I'm going to, I'm just going to drop the car off here. Sabrina and I went, made it to Holiday Valley this week. <laughs> so I told open? him just to, yeah, it was open. I told him okay. just to leave the, you know, swap the tires out, just leave it there for me to pick back up later. Go to Holiday Valley, come back. And I just knew this was going to happen. I get into my car and there's a piece of paper in there and it says, 
you brought the wrong tires. <laughs> <laughs> now these these were indeed winter tires. I want to you know, I want that to be out there. They had studs on them, but they must have just been like the wrong size or something. What studs? Do they have chains? <laughs> no chains. Like oh, it's just... your first mistake. <laughs> True. But, up the but this is what happened was a while back Pops came and threw six tires into my garage and I asked him, I said It's an odd Which... number of tires. <laughs> well, my car only takes two because it's you know, it's not four wheel drive. You only throw two of those bad boys on there. Okay. Stuff you land here. I did not realize that. So well, I guess you could put four on there. It would only help, but I typically only go with two. Okay. So, so there are three different sets of two, and there are two sets of studded tires, and then one that's just obviously just a thick tread on it. And I'm like, well, I'm going to go with the studded tires because that seems like it'll be better for my car, yeah. better grip. And then of those two, there are two different that have a different tread pattern. And I'm like, I can't tell. Like, they both look the same. So I just picked two that had the same <laughs> tread pattern. Pops told me any of them would fit. He's like, just take any of them in there. They'll work. Well, yeah, there should be a, yeah, there's like a diameter size too. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I did not bring the right ones in. So I'm still running around without any winter tires on. Burn them. Wait, don't, know, still... don't know when it's going to happen. Oh, okay. I thought there was going to be something worse to that right there. I thought you were going to no, say... No, no. Like, just the fact... Like, no, no, no. Just the fact that... Like, I'm sure... Sprinkle the season on a salad. They're all like, look at this dumbass. <laughs> so what was your mistake? They, they were the wrong diameter. I have tire. no idea. I have no idea. Didn't like, get to the this, bottom of it. This note just said, like, you brought the wrong tires. Well, I'm, sure, do, I'm sure it's the wrong diameter or something. I don't know. Whatever you do, don't follow up with them, and then just take your guess at the next set. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I'm going to do. No matter what, you'll only have to take two more trips there, worst case yeah. scenario. Yeah. yeah. Two more weeks. Unless Pops is wrong and all of them don't fit your car, then. True. <laughs> <laughs> but by that time, it'll be like, I mean, it'll be warm. The snow will be melting. Yeah, yeah. So there you have it. Dumbest thing I did this week. Wrong tires. Snake, um, you do something dumb this week? Yeah, pretty dumb. <clears throat> so I got a, a little knee surgery back in uh, August. A little I scope action? A little scope. A little arthroscopic. And the uh, surgeon, surgeon was like really chill. He's like a real relatable dude. And he was pretty much like, ah, you're active. Like you don't need physical therapy, blah, blah. But yeah. Because if whatever you're doing, if it if it hurts, that means you're pushing it too hard. Just scale it back. All right, yeah, cool. Like seems easy enough. So I uh, actually did a pretty good job, like staying off it. I just uh, would go to the gym. I would like I wouldn't do any cardio. If I did cardio, I'd do like an elliptical or something along those lines. But the other, uh, I guess I would have been Thursday of last week. I was like, all right, let's, let's test this wheel out go for a run so i went for a run felt pretty good um ended up like running pretty hard probably did about three miles and uh then my knee like i guess my knee didn't hurt as bad as just my legs felt like they didn't know what was happening i just like 
worn out, like just totally shot. And uh, on my way home, I was like, all right. So I was done running. I stopped in at like a, a 7-Eleven. I was like, I'll grab a Gatorade. And I was standing at the, like at the fridge door and opening it to grab this Gatorade. And my, my legs, like specifically the one that was operated on, was just like shaking, like spasming. Like clearly not in the best condition. I was like, okay, let's just let's just walk this home. Like we'll be fine. Uh, got home fine or whatever. Sat down. I guess that would have been. I must have sat down and started watching that Thursday night football game. So sat down on the couch for like two hours. Got up off the couch. Obviously at that point like very sore. But I was like, all right, you know, I'll live. Woke up the next day. Could barely walk. So I'm like limping. And again, specifically that right leg, like it just hadn't been used in so long. I think it just couldn't handle the amount of stress I put on it. But more significant, I had like a pain I noticed on Friday, Friday morning in like my left side, like kind of near my rib cage. I kind of like up almost into my lat. And I was like, well, that's weird. Like maybe I slept on it wrong. <laughs> uh friday night i just noticed it was getting worse and worse and i was like wow this is like that's actually a lot of pain i might need to get this checked out woke up 3 a.m <laughs> middle of the night i guess that'd be technically saturday and it had like, this pain had spread around to my chest and i legitimately was like ah, i think i'm about to have a heart attack like <laughs> so i woke up <laughs> And I was like, ah, maybe I should call Trap Man, like ask him what's going on, like see if it'd be dumb to go to the hospital right now. <laughs> I, love, I love how many people. <laughs> like Patrick does that at least once a year. <laughs> Just like, like uh, I've been checking with yeah, checking check with Trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the opted not to. I was like, all right, let's just see what happens here. Like, didn't really want to, but I was like, I'm just gonna take some Advil and try and go back to sleep. There you go. <laughs> I literally took the Advil, laid back down. Just 30 minutes of like throbbing pain in my ribs, like spread around in my chest. Um, I, I guess the Advil kicked in enough. I fell asleep, and I talked to Trav about it the next day, and he was giving me his diagnosis on it. And it didn't hurt as bad, but he was pretty much like, yeah, it's it's probably not cardiac. <laughs> it's like, I would still go see your doctor. You shouldn't be having to take Advil to fall asleep. And uh, basically, I'm convinced it had something to do with me running, possibly running in like the 30 degree weather. It was cold here too. And just overall, probably shouldn't have started out my cardio for the first time in four months with like a hard three mile run in the in the freezing cold didn't work out very well for me so dumbest thing i did here i i might have an explanation a possible explanation for that rib pain snake yeah let's jump it's, into the, it sounds into like the it was, medical corner it sounds like it was pretty intense so i don't know but you you worked you did a pretty vigorous run i'm assuming working yeah. pretty hard wasn't wasn't screwing around with the pace yeah okay breathing pretty heavy afterwards yes all right. Very heavy. So what I remember from my college track days was that, you know, I'd tr- try to stay in shape over the summer, but as soon as you came back for, like, fall camp, you start running pretty hard, breathing really hard. It's it's your muscles in your rib cage that help you breathe. You're working them too hard. <laughs> okay. Like, I, re- I remember always feeling that, like, at the beginning of the season. 
engine's running a little hot. Yeah. Like, I, literally I, just the muscles that expand your chest to breathe. <laughs> I'm, I would tend to believe exactly what you're saying. But it's just, there's no way it's it wasn't correlated to me running too hard like that. Oh, yeah. There's and definitely like, some reason. Yeah. The knee was like a, like a physical, like kind of like an ache, which made sense. But the, the whole rib cage thing, I, I suspected it had something to do with, like, I don't know, breathing in that cold air, <laughs> yeah. overworking the lungs, but I just I wouldn't know where to start. I was trying to Google, but that never really works. So I'm going to run with your diagnosis. Like, what's, my, what's my treatment? It'll just go away. Um, Still a little pain today. Just uh, have you? Well, are you gonna run anytime soon? <laughs> I figured I'd probably take a, take another hiatus here. Yeah, if you're just gonna return to any sort of activity, just take it a little easy. There you go. Yeah, just like my doctor said, just scale it back. Yeah, it scale down. it back. Be smart. <laughs> Sound medical. There you advice. go. Appreciate it, doc. <laughs> all right anything else before we wrap it up with that's garbage no, I'm ready to dive into some garbage yeah let's wrap it up fellas that's garbage Matchel you haven't started us off in a while here why don't you do that alright I got a I quick one here and this has always been a, a pretty big pet peeve of mine something that really just grinds my gears and uh Pretty simply, it's um, going to the dentist. I absolutely hate going to the dentist. I understand that like, you should go get your periodic cleaning so your teeth don't just rot out of your head, but I just can't stand it. And I think it's total garbage when they're just you're sitting in that chair and they're just like digging at your teeth. It's not not a fun experience at all. It doesn't feel like they have a whole lot of compassion. No, not not a lot. Maybe it's because I don't floss that much. I don't know, but just not not my favorite thing in the world to do yeah, i'm gonna easy. say i've got and i haven't been in like i'm due here but the last time i went and got the old cleaning done had a new hygienist in there did a pretty good job you know i think it's kind of odd and and i will say uh this person was like a i would assume was a pretty recent graduate so I think it has something to do with like they can they can be more careful. Like a new graduate's gonna be like They're not jaded. Let's, yeah. They're just gonna take it pretty easy. You know. Yeah, so be careful. This new I think you get one of those older dental hygienists in there, they're just ripping you apart. Yeah, I've seen them. And they do not care. Well yeah. that's <laughs> the thing about my dentist down here is he does the cleaning. Like the actual dentist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Doesn't have a hygienist. Wow. And then the, the secretary's back Can't there. Can't be bringing in too much business. Uh, either that or he's got low overhead. He's got to figure it True. out. Yeah. You want a little piece of advice, Matchel, on how to counteract that garbage? Don't go to the dentist? Yeah, I took uh, four years <laughs> off when I was in college, and I just did not go to the dentist. a boy. Yeah. All good when you returned? Yeah. No. I was uh, highly anxious going to that dentist office because there was like one part of my tooth, like on one of my molars, that was uh, sort of like sensitive to water. I want to say when I was a freshman, so I just battled it for like three, four years. Just like, all right, I'll just have to drink cold water on the other side of my mouth now. And when I went, I was like, all right, 
I'd never had a cavity, but I was like, that's, that is for certain a cavity. And I went in there and, uh, specifically asked them to check like this one spot on my molar that I was like, Oh yeah, this thing's definitely a cavity. It's definitely an issue. And the guy just looks at it. He's like, nah, you must just grind your teeth. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well that, maybe that's it, but it like hurts very badly when I drink anything cold. So I thought maybe there would be like some treatment and he goes, this is the dentist. I swear to God, he said this. He goes, well, if you want, I can just drill into it and then fill it. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the dentist. That's garbage. Yep, garbage. So, yeah, dentists are garbage. I'll do an Snake, why don't you go? Yeah, yeah you go because I garbage. know that you're going to argue mine. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, my, my garbage is... And this happened before, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but you can Google today, look at, just Google like NFL cameraman. There's a guy that like tripped and fell on the field and I mean, he might've died. There's a good video of him taking a spill. I saw it like in the background behind a few players. Yeah. He was like trying to chase good footage, but my garbage is all of the cameramen and women that sit on the sidelines of a football field or a basketball court and they they're sitting like way too close to the action and they always get plowed into so my garbage is them putting players at risk by slamming into them and breaking their legs because at no point in my life have i ever looked at a sideline photo from a cameraman and been like wow that was worth him standing on the sideline <laughs> two yards off the field <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty so good that's point. That's my garbage. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. Zig, garbage? All right. I've got one, and Snake said that he was already going to challenge it, but I have a pretty good uh, pretty good backup for it, I think. My that's garbage for this week is the self-checkout device at the grocery store. Here's okay. a... a I don't think I've ever had a good experience with one of those. I would much rather just have somebody who can just swipe it across the thing. You don't have to deal with a computer <laughs> trying to tell you what to do and tell you that you didn't put something in the bag. So I think those things are total garbage. So Snake, I want to hear. I want to. <laughs> no, no. So you're 80 it takes, years old. It takes the more people time. that struggle with the self checkout are always like <laughs> 70 year old men, and they're just aimlessly looking around the store waiting for someone to help them. And that actually is garbage because if you got in that line, you need to know what you're doing. All you have to do is you walk up to it. it you they might need your phone number. And another pro tip is never put your real phone number into that card or whatever. You can just literally make up a number: one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine. You don't zero. want the points from it. You can get the points. That's still my account. It's just not my real phone number. Don't give me your real phone number. All right. So you punch in your phone number, you scan the items, and then you just have to set them over where you're supposed to set them. And as long as you put them down where you're supposed to, you're not going to have any problems. Okay. But here's the thing. You can set it. You only have so much area to set all your crap there. And then if you take a a bag off to make room for another one, it thinks that you're just – trying to walk away with it <laughs> and then the security gets called <laughs> okay there's something to be said about that point because if you like 
for instance, I remember going grocery shopping once, and this kid in front of me had an entire full cart of groceries, and he was going. Yeah, no, you can't do that. There's a sweet spot of like maybe three or four bags. Yes, that guy's an idiot. You should have like no less than or no more than ten items or something if you're going to do it. So yeah, that's that's my issue with it is, I will go to it if I have like three things. Like, yes, it's going to be worth it for me to struggle with this computer that thinks it's smarter than me than sit in the line to wait for an actual cashier for, like, five minutes. But I, I don't think, do that often. Like, I, also, I go to the grocery store and I get a cart full of groceries. So I'm not going to mess around with that <laughs> self-checkout thing. Like, that's just going to take way too yeah, long. I guess the self-checkout's just not for you. But there's also a good element to it, too, where you just don't have to make the small talk with the register. Okay, small price to pay. My other <laughs> thing about it is, where where's this, like, I'm working now. Why don't I get some of those savings bounced back to me? Like, I'm taking, I'm taking some, yeah, I'm, and scanning them. I'm taking somebody else's job, <laughs> but I'm not seeing any like bounce back of the savings to me it's an automated world i guess you're you think that they implement all those in the grocery store and then they knock like 10 cents off the loaves of bread is i don't think they do either no there's no way yeah that's like whoever they put those in there and then the owners just find themselves in a boat or something (laughs) yeah seriously capitalism in its finest fellas Well, it's not going to work because I'm not using them. (laughs) What do you think, Matchel? You'll go self-checkout, right? Oh, yeah. I always go self-checkout. Yeah. Way better. Way better. I can't stand that stupid computer yelling at me. Especially if you're with someone else, though. Then you just send it down the belt. One person's scanning, one person's bagging. It's perfect. Your guys' setup is obviously a little bit different than mine. Yeah, maybe you just have... Is the guy like, looking you can up only, at the flashing you can literally only waiting for the attendant? <laughs> you could literally only put like three bags worth. Like, there's no belt. You scan it. You put it into the thing right next to it. It's not like it's not like that setup that you guys are talking about. <laughs> you just gotta find a new place to shop. Like, don't have too many options. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's my garbage for this week. I'm sure a bunch of the garbage heads will agree with me we'll find out that's garbage that is garbage and that's talking trash episode four so thanks for tuning in everyone please continue to text or call in to our hotline Uh, thank you to everyone who has sent over messages don't feel forgotten we're getting to them but we're we want to compile them all and maybe do an entire episode of responses So thanks for the overwhelming support. And like I said, continue to text or call in to 424-235-4205. If you have trouble with numbers, that's Jackie Robinson, Jackie Robinson, Kevin Durant, Jackie Robinson, Russell Westbrook, Kevin Garnett. So so please reach out with any of your garbage, uh, any of your brilliant business ideas, anything you want us to discuss, we will. I think that rate, review, subscribe, give us a follow, all that good stuff. Follow us. Tell your friends.
spread the and word. Broad Squad, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks for the bump. Broad Squad. <laughs> All right. All righty. That was yeah. a good one. Yeah. We'll talk next week. All right, fellas. <laughs> yep. All right, boys. Later. All right. See ya. See ya. Fresh Kid C. Fresh Kid C. Yes, sir. Fresh Kid P. Fresh Kid T. Oh, yeah, we back. Oh, and Zaphoon, by the way. Yeah, Jones. <laughs> yeah. That's garbage. Chitty Bang. And we pretty much amazing. Can we hear your new song, please? I got you. <laughs> hey, yo, I once was a kid. All I had.